Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Now, Friday, Panthers v. the Brizzy Broncos. Um, yeah, look, very tough opening match for the Brizzy Broncos. Uh, you know, arguably the toughest. You know, the, the result in the World Club Challenge didn't help their case or cause at all because the Penny Panthers are going to be angry. They're going to be furious. It's at Penny Panthers' home. They just lost to St. Helens at home. Uh, this is going to be a very tough ask. Obviously, Mahata always says Broncos. But I think Panthers get the job done here, boys. Just before you, you talk about it, so they Brisbane have just trained, and at the moment, Reese Walsh has got the red bib on, not really training. Cobbo's fullback, Jesse Arthurs is on the right wing. That's okay. as it stands. Well, like, Reese Walsh is a loss, but at the same time, like, Sel and Cobbo flying, it's like, back. Mm. And, then, and Jesse Arthurs is, like, so underrated for me, it's crazy. So underrated. Um, yeah. How do you see this playing out? Yeah, I don't remember that World Club challenge, but Penrith, I'm <laughs> very excited. <laughs> About them, I think that people are getting a little bit ahead of themselves talking about how the Panthers are falling to pieces and whatever. I think they're going to have another great year. Uh, I think combinations will take a little while to sort themselves out. But I think that you'll see the difference that Sonny Luke's going to make when he comes into this side on Friday night. I am so excited to see Sonny Luke. Mm. Because if he, you know, New South Wales Cup, won premierships, if he comes on and kills it, all of a sudden we go, oh, all good. Like, obviously, yeah. he's not at Happy Coruscant yet, but if he comes on and plays well, you go, oh, okay, I, I think they're going to be fine. And he doesn't have to be happy, I don't no. think. He no just, yeah, he's got a lot more upside than what people are expecting. Just just offer something around the ruck. Yes. That's all. Yeah. Like, for, when they played St. Helens, they just offered nothing around the ruck. And that's no disrespect to Mitch Kenny. He's a defensive player. Like, yeah. like you don't expect him to do that. But mm-hmm. if Sonny Luke comes on, it changes the whole momentum of a game. Well, no more tomorrow when teamless come out, but there's a young bloke, Jesse McLean, who was the winger in the first trial. Scored a oh, try really? in that game. Reckon there's a good chance. Because he's tail in May. He's done his a- ACL. ACL, I think yeah, ACL. So he's out for the year. So Taruba's so the obvious one, but um, yeah, I've heard that Jesse McLean's a really good chance, and I think Zach Hoskins might be a good chance at a spot is, too. Is Taruva injured? No. 
So you reckon there's a chance McLean's... Apparently there's a good chance they just go for a genuine winger. Wow. Yeah. That would be shocking because, like... He's one of the guys they elevated into the top 30 two weeks ago. That I wow, if that happens, because you don't want not that, to... Not that anything will fall out from this, but you don't want to piss off your next gun outside back and be like... Him be like, are you serious? Like, I'm getting... Oh, I've just had the games that I've had, played the way I've had, and all of a sudden I'm not a specialist winger. Like, So you don't want to get him offside and lose him. Yeah. Because he'd only be on a one- or two-year contract to River, I'd say. Yeah, and not saying it's a definite thing, but there's, there's I've heard he's a good chance. Well, McLean did play bloody well in that second trial. First trial, yeah. Yeah, first trial, sorry. Um, Timmy, how do you see this game going? Yeah, as you said, just because of the World Club Challenge loss and all, all the noise around the Panthers came out, they're going to be so fired up. So the poor old Broncos have just got them at the worst possible time. Uh, I see Penrith putting on a decent scoreline here. Uh, fascinated by what the Broncos are going to throw up after a bit of a tumultuous off-season end to last year. How's it all going to come out on the field in round one? Time will tell. It's, it's going to be... Because like, it has been a loud off-season for the Brizzy Broncos. Coaches, contracts, all that kind of stuff. Even recently, they dug up some more uh, quotes from the the podcast, and ch- like they put the quote up as if it was like essentially Today, now, when yeah. it's you know literally last year. Um, so Broncos are paying four dollars fifty, which is not bad, like in the sense of value wise, having a punt because like Broncos do have a good young squad. They did take Panthers to the to the dying moments, I think, last year at home though. Um, but in saying that, I, I do think the Penny Panthers get the job done at home. I'd it's a tough one. Like, as you said, terrible time to play the Panthers because they're coming off that loss and everyone's bagging them. But at the same time, they're still working out combinations and everything. So it, it could go both ways, I guess. But I'll be I'll be back in Penrith. In yeah, I mean, there's a world where this young Broncos team plays like they were playing for when they beat Parramatta. Like, there's a world at home at Parramatta. So, like, it, it's not... It's not an outrageous world Broncos winning, but Penrith Panthers round one after that loss. I would honestly be more, way more confident if, if they had have towed up St. Helens because I would be like, well, you might be able to ambush them down there. Definitely. You know, whereas like now, and we've got a young side to ambush like because they're so young and enthusiastic, mm. whereas like now I'm going, fuck, tough kick. Matt, Matty, how do you see this game going? Yeah, I've got Penrith, but I'm not – like, and I think they will win by a couple of tries. The line's 13 and a half, and I think – it's a pretty like bang on line. I, I see Br- Brisbane have had a long, long time to think about what happened in the back end last year. So I reckon this could be one of those games where it's like kind of tight for maybe 50 minutes, then maybe Panthers pull away at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I think any line over 10, you're getting in round one when teams come in with a real defensive focus. Mm. I think there's value there, but I, yeah. I still think this Broncos team wins. Yeah. Um, now let's talk about seasons. Panthers. Uh, do they have the do they have the the fortitude to go three in a row? Do they uh, how do they cover Appy and kick out? Who comes in for May? How will Tyrone Peachy be used? Um, the May question is really interesting because you would have said for sure Taruva, but maybe what Penrith are doing is going well. We don't see Taruva as a long term winger, but McLean can be a long term winger, so let's get him in now because he's going to be there the whole year. But I think Taruva is. Absolutely good enough to play on the wing mm. full time. I, I, I think he'd be a, a massive asset to the Panthers side on the wing. And I mean, the other way to potentially look at it, like you, you need a winger. If you think Taruva's more of a centre than a winger, you could move Stephen Crichton there too. Yeah, like they, they've got plenty of options True. there, plenty of ways that they could move. So and you want you want you want uh, 
Taruva playing as much first grade as possible because guess what? Critter's leaving. Yeah, he's going to be the, one of the main guys next year. So, so. Taruva's the one that they've identified to take his spot in the centres. So surely you're going to go, look, you're on the sting, but I mean, do you put him there now and put Critter on the ring and say, we want him in centre right now so that next year he's had a whole year of first grade at centre? Quite possibly. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that left edge spot will be interesting too between, like we, we've both been very high on Garner. I think there's a good chance it could be um, Hoskins. Hoskins very soon. He got through a bunch of work, 150 metres, heaps of runs. I think there's a world where it's Hoskins as well. If, if Liam Martin isn't named tomorrow, which apparently there's a good chance he's not, and Hoskins gets an opportunity to show what he can do on the right edge, and he does what he does, which is make 45 tackles and run for 130 metres, <laughs> which he does every single game, mm. I reckon there's a real chance he could end up on the left edge soon. Yeah, so are you saying that it'll be Garner, Hoskins if Martin's not there? I would say so. Yeah. Do, we, do you agree? Damn for sure, if yeah. Martin's not good. But I think Martin's good to go, isn't he? Okay. Uh, there's, there's a niggle, but I think he'll be right. He'll be good to go. Apologies if you said this, but McLean signed up till 2026. Really? Yeah. The, so they have special massive wraps yes. on him. Have you ever seen here in question, like, you know, the depth of Penrith and they're losing more and more players? They were like, Taruva, who was a star for Fiji at the World Cup and one of the potentially the next big things in the NRL, might not even get picked in round one. Taylor May, ACL, still might not get picked, like... It's a joke. It's, mate, incredible. Incredible. Um, how do we see them going this year? I've got them one to four. Yeah, one to four for me. I'd even be able to say one to three, realistically. I think they'll be up the top. Um, and I, th- I think it was – I found it really interesting watching that Panthers docker. Have, have, have you two watched it yet? I, I haven't had a chance to. Yeah, you can just see they're one of those sides now. They've got the attitude that, yes, regular season matters, but we're here for the last four weeks. And that's it. And I think it's really evident throughout that that's their entire attitude to the whole season. And uh, I think that should take them a long way. So I've got them one to four. And I'm pretty confident on that. Timmy? Yeah, I think well, yeah, one to three. Probably, oh, I'm happy to say top two still. Mm. It, um, you know, maybe it's a slightly slower burn to start. They've got a tough draw. It's been a long few years for the Panthers. The World Cup ran deep last season, obviously, in, into 2022. So... I think, you know, maybe there's a few jitters early on, but they'll overcome it and, and there's no reason why they can't be top two again. Yeah, I don't think they'll be as, like, obviously blatantly dominant, but there's no chance in the world for me they miss the top four. They're definitely top four for me. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think top four. Uh, look, I, I, do th- I do think there's a world where they fatigue. I do think there is a world where they miss the four. Like, I really do. Again, I don't think they're going to do it, but I don't think it's... Um, I don't think... It's, if someone said to me they've got them four to eight, I wouldn't say that's a terrible opinion. Back to back premierships, you know how tiring that shit would be. Yeah. I don't um, disagree with you entirely, but it is interesting to look. You know, last year they were ten points in front of fifth place. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Obviously, it's a very different team now, but it just shows you like they they were two wins in front of um, second place, which was the Sharks, who had an unbelievable season. Yeah. And arguably, like you know, an easier draw. As well, the Sharkies. Yep. Um, Probably went a bit hard then. I, I said no chance in the world I missed the top four. I don't, I don't think – I definitely didn't mean that. Um, but, yeah, I've still got them top four. I just think that, like, I don't think – back-to-back premierships, far out that is tough, man, on the body. Like, they've been super lucky with injury. I think Taylor May is the first one that's gone down with an ACL in, like, years at the years, club. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, I'm, I just – there's this, like, little tiny bit of doubt in me that's like – we have to, like they've been so fortunate with injury. 
They've gone two premierships back to back. Like these guys are human. The some, foot has to come off the pedal at some point. Yes, yeah, some point you have to be like, it may not be this year because I've got a guy like Nathan Cleary at seven, but I, I do think that I don't be, put it this way, don't be too shocked if like the first half of the year they really struggle and there's all of this mm. doubt and all of this like Panthers are done, rah, rah, people are loving it because the Panthers have won the last two years and then it all kicks into gear at the end of the year. I think there's a world where that happens. And, you know, if we, if we were sitting here for this episode last year and I said, yeah, the Storm, Roosters and Bunnies won't be in the top four, you would have laughed at it. Yeah, them. for sure. And they all they all missed the top four. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, like, I have them in the top four, don't stress, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, they're like – these guys are human. Like, they are human. Um, it will be interesting the timing of their season, as you said. It wouldn't surprise me if they start slow. Yeah. And, you know, if it takes them eight, ten weeks till they're at their best, all of a sudden Origin arrives. Yeah. Your halves go, a heap of guys disappear, and then you've, then I think they've got to buy around 20, and then they've got about seven weeks just to prep themselves for that finals campaign. Yeah. yeah. And, like, maybe even internally they're trying to do that. Because if you're going for a th- – like, they've won the minor premierships or whatever, maybe internally they're loading, and that basically means – what they do is, is they sit down their trainers and they go, all right, how much, how much work are we going to get into these guys' legs and bodies? Because they, like, it is all measured, guys. Like, they don't just go out, throw the footy around, do a bit of fitness. It's all measured. Like, every time you train, you have a heart rate monitor. They will literally watch your heart rate and be like, you're working too hard, you're not working hard enough. And so there may be a world where they go, you know what? We're willing to, to not lose, they still want to win, but just back the, the workload off in the first 10 weeks and then really ramp into the finals. There's a world where they, they could do that. Like, yeah. it's not crazy. There's a two-month preseason. We need exactly this amount of kilometres in this player's legs to play this position in this many minutes a yeah. game. Yeah. Like, to a T. They have everything. Every bit of data they can tell you. Like, this week you're up 5%. Your heart rate was up 2%. You're, gonna, you're probably going to start feeling fatigued, not this week, but, but the week after, and then all of a sudden you feel fatigued. They measure everything. Like, it's, it's incredible what they do. But... Yeah, I mean, they're the Penny Panthers. It's going to be... I can't wait to see the next young guys coming through. Like, who knows? We might see it. Like, you got Maverick Guy on the edge there that could come through and be something special this There's year. There's a heap of guys There's there. so that many. Come in really so, come. I'm excited to see that next crop. Because I, I do think... What I will make a prediction is there's going to be a guy that we haven't really spoken about that much that I think at Penrith will blow will blow this year. Bronco, uh, the Broncos' heart rates have been dropping since 06. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, Timmy. Never been the same, mate. mate. Can Raiders even afford heart rate monitors mate, or what? They, they tell everything those heart, heart rate monitors. They don't lie. <laughs> mate, Raiders could just drop out of the combo. I don't think anyone would care. <laughs> You know what? You might be right. <laughs> no, I joke. I would miss the milk. I love the milk. I love Jackie White and the boys down there. It's all a joke, guys. Uh, now, Broncos. Was last year a wake-up call? Is there a drama with the, the younger players and the, the coach? How many games does Randall need to play? Uh, can or should they lock in Hass long-term? I tell you what, if they lost Flegler and they can't lock Hass in... And so this is... Uh, this is one of those situations where, and again, I'm not saying that they were trying to free up money for Haas and don't blame this on Haas, but if you're, if you're paying Haas, you can take that $1 million contract, 1.2, but this is the cost of it. You're not going to have a full pack all fleshed out because they can't afford to give an extra guy 400 k If we want to win a comp, like for, for example, Nathan Cleary reportedly on $1.2 million a year. What's crazy is that's unders. Mm-hmm. So he's currently taking unders. Mm. Where, and so he's already making sacrifices because he knows he wants to be in a side that can afford to get certain players. And so with the Payne Hass situation, 
I, I, I hope, and you know, fair play to him, get as much money as you can. But you do have to understand that if you take that big, massive, massive deal at the Broncos, we will lose players around you. And so you can play the team that's struggling to make the eight and be on good coin. Fair play to you. Good on you. Well done. Or you can take a little bit of a pay cut and potentially push into a top four position because they have proven they could be a top four side. They could be a top four side with the roster they have right now, literally right now. Um, so that's going to be interesting how it goes. How will Walsh go? I think he's going to add so much to the, th- uh, the team. How will Cobo go? Again, a lot hinges on Cobo and his explosive ability to break games open. Um, I am so torn on where how they're going to go this year. I have no idea. I have no idea because the end of last year was so disastrous that if you focus on that, you go, the club's a basket case. It's going to be a fucking long year. But if you focus on the first half of the year or the first 16 rounds, you go, this is a club that's going to do exactly what the Sharks and Cowboys did a couple of years ago. Mm. So it's, I don't know. I honestly just have no idea. They're probably my team that I've got the biggest range for where I place them. I see them being a seven to maybe twelve. Yeah, I've honestly got them six to like six to twelve. Seriously, yeah, probably maybe six to ten. For me, the hardest thing is like, who drops out of this top eight? I know who whose place do the Broncos take? Like, and we said the other night on the nosebleeds, like the Raiders are the easy answer because they finish eighth, but. They, like, they didn't have their halves till halfway yeah. through the season. They lost their hooker in round one. Like Well, Raiders, with, with a full year playing the way they played in the back half of the year, I think they would have finished nearly top four. Yeah. Which is crazy. Unbelievable, yeah. And they're like, I, I just, I don't, I see so many people saying, oh, this team will make the about this team will make the about You can only get eight fucking teams in there. Mm. Mm. Like, who, who's going to drop out? That, that's why I worry, I think, as you said before, I think there'll be a lot of bottom eight teams that will improve out of sight this year but won't make finals, won't improve that much on the ladder. And um, Broncos, unfortunately, I think could be one of them. Where'd you finish last year? Ninth, 10th? Ninth, I think. You could get heaps better and finish 10th in this comp, unfortunately. There's honestly a world where that happens. It's how many teams are improving. Um, Timmy, how do you see the Bronx going? Yeah, such a fascinating one, aren't they? I've got them in probably the... I say the 9-12 to bracket, but again, yeah, the... Seven to ten for sure. Mm. I've got them finishing probably ninth or tenth. I just think Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's nothing more important, and we've seen so many examples of just the importance of, you know, I suppose, a harmonious club off the field. And the Broncos at the moment, from everything we've seen, they they aren't that. So I just wonder how much that is going to impact them on field. And they might start the year and be five from five and go, sweet, they're all good. But it only takes one little flare up like we saw at the end of last season for things just to go into free fall. So I'm not convinced they have got the off field side of things sorted yet. Um, We know they're good enough to be, yeah, as I said, top four. But I just... I'm not convinced by it, so I've got them, yeah, probably ninth or 10th. Yeah, you're right in regards to, like, the only... Let's say they don't haven't fixed their off-field dramas. Let's say they're still brewing underneath and all that kind of stuff. 
the only way they can go well is if they literally win nearly every game because as soon as they start losing in any organization as soon as something bad starts happening in the you know you're not earning as much revenue or you didn't sell as much as you should you didn't win as many games as you should all of a sudden the cracks appear finger pointing happens blaming and then it just becomes a snowball whereas when you've got strong organizations that stick to processes everyone is on board that's who can parrot eels are the perfect example last year everyone said these guys are done these guys are done they got tailed up a couple of weeks in a row but because they've got such a good strong organization there was no finger pointing internally they all got on board and they made the grand final that's going to be the interesting thing and, and when you're looking from the outside in and you go oh, has the culture improved and you look at losing Tom Flegler and Herbie Farnworth, two people who mm. gave their all and there was never seemed to be an issue around in the past few years when the Broncos have had their troubles. They're out the door. So yeah. it's just, it doesn't look great, but mm. we'll see, won't we? Yeah, I've got, I've got four teams, 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th, who I think will get those positions, but I have no idea which order. Mm. And Broncos, for me, are in that bracket. I, I think they'll definitely be fighting for the top eight. I think they could definitely make the top eight. But as you guys have spoken about, it's it's going to be so congested around there. So yeah, I've got them um, seventh to tenth. Yeah, I've got them seventh to tenth. I think I think I think finishing seventh is a win for them as a club. Um, well, oh, fuck, it's hard to say because they've shown they can be top four. So you go, well, are we just lowering our standards? Like we've got Reese Walsh, gun fullback, Adam Reynolds, Premiership winner. Um, then we've got Ezra Mann, who came in and did a fantastic job. Great future. We've got Payne Haas, Paddy Carrigan, Flegler. We've got Jensen, Heatherington. Like, we've got a great roster. Tony Staggs, Selwyn Cobbo. Like, when you look at that roster, you go, you know what? Maybe we are lowering our standards too much for what that roster is on paper. But then you also say, like, and I agree with you, at one point last year, I thought you were going to be a top four team. You mm. look at the teams above you, you just said Canberra. If they played the way they did for the second half of the year, they were top four side. South Sydney, Roosters, Melbourne. Guys that are yeah. consistently top four teams. Parramatta was in a grand final last year. Cowboys, Sharks, Panthers were top four last year. Mm. Similar to the top eight, if not even more. So you can only get four teams in that top yeah, four. Yeah, it's uh, really interesting. So hopefully they play finals footy. I think that'll be a satisfactory year, finishing, finishing seventh. Um, but I've got them in the seventh to tenth bracket. Um, I think anything less than tenth is really, really disappointing. For sure. Yep. Really disappointing. Um, I know I can see that happening because of off-field dramas, right? But I just think anything less than tenth is like, uh, honestly, anything less than finals footy. That like when you look at that roster, that roster is crazy. Like, like okay, the backline compared to say the Rabbitohs backline, I think that Rabbitohs compare is com- that backline is comparable to the Rabbitohs backline. Yeah, which I mean, the Broncos when you say anything less than tenth is disappointing. Like, imagine if someone would have said that to you guys in 07. Yeah, I know. I know. Don't, <laughs> Guru, it's, how dare you, sir? How dare you? It's, it, it's funny because we used to have like pre-season meetings during that time and it was essentially top four chat, that's it. Anything out of top four is not good enough. It's like something happened in 07 that changed the club or something. Someone came along or something. I don't <laughs> Just know. Just fucking curse the club. <laughs> Just curse the club. <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 